smartcast you're listening to a hindustan times production brought to you by hd smartcast hello these are the top news for the day the national investigation agency nia is trying to ascertain if there is any pakistan link to the violent demonstration by pro khalistan protesters outside the indian high commission in london last month as part of its probe into a larger conspiracy according to officials aware of the matter while probing multiple cases linked to pro khalistan extremists in the last 2 years the agency had found a strong association between pakistan's spy agency interservices intelligence isi and pro khalistan leaders operating from various countries such as the uk germany australia the us and canada In the case pertaining to the agitation outside the Indian High Commission in London last month, the role of UK-based Khalistan leaders, including Uday Singh Khanda, suspected handler of radical preacher Anwar Azbin Jarbdeh Chief Amritpal Singh, in allegedly leading the protesters to the High Commission will be in focus, the official cited above said. Khanda, associated with Khalistan Liberation Force KLF and two others Gurcharan Singh and Jaswinder Singh have been named as key suspects in the first information report FIR taken up by NIR from Delhi police's special cell filed 4 days after the protests last month While a visibly irked Ajit Pawar conferred with his close aides in his with Anand Bhavan at Nariman Point minutes before his press briefing where he announced that he was not aligning with the BJP His uncle and Nationalist Congress Party chief Sharad Pawar was attending a kirtan in Pune. There was every reason, it turns out, for the senior Pawar to be at peace. For once again, the rest of Ajit had been reined in. What's on your minds is not on ours, Sharad Pawar told the media in Pune on Tuesday early afternoon, scoffing at speculation about an impending split in his party. Barely 2 hours later, Ajit Pawar told the media in Mumbai that he would remain in the NCP until his last breath. That a power tussle has been playing out in the NCP for some time now is open secret. In 2019, Ajit Pawar was part of the Vendra Fadnavis's efforts to form a government, but what is also clear is that no one in the NCP wants to openly challenge Sharad Pawar. Though he has strenuously denied recent speculations about aligning with the BJP, His softening stance towards the BJP has been apparent, especially at public functions. He praised Narendra Modi's leadership, spoke up for Adani, like his uncle did, and refrained from taking the state government to task on a host of critical issues. US President Joe Biden and his wife Jill Biden released their federal tax return which showed that the couple earned almost $580,000 last year and paid an effective federal income tax rate of 23.8%. They donated roughly 3.5% of their income to 20 charities. The release of tax returns comes ahead of a 2024 presidential race in which Joe Biden is expected to seek a second term. The Bidens reported adjusted gross income of $579,514 and paid $137,658 in federal income tax. Joe Biden's salary as US president is $400,000 while Jill Biden earned $82,335 from her job at Northern Virginia Community College. Rest of the couple's income came from investment interest. pensions annuities and distributions from retirement accounts the joint tax return showed 
Their donations included contributions to churches and organizations focused on helping children and first responders. U.S. Vice President Kamala Harris and her husband Doug Emhoff also released their tax returns. The couple reported federal adjusted gross income of $456,918. They paid $93,570 in federal income tax for a federal income tax rate of 20.5%. The income included $219,171 in salary paid to Kamala Harris as the U.S. Vice President and $62,870 from her books. Doug Emhoff earned $169,665 earned for teaching at Georgetown University Law Center. The couple contributed roughly 5% of their income to charity, the joint return showed. Indian Youth Congress, IYC, Assam Chief Ankita Dutta on Tuesday accused Youth Wing's National President Srinivas PV of harassment on the basis of her gender. The youth leader who is also the daughter of former Assam minister and John Dutta, alleged in multiple tweets that Congress leaders Rahul Gandhi and Priyanka Gandhi failed to take steps against the matter despite her complaints. Attic President at Srinivasi has continually harnessed me and was discriminating on the basis of my gender. My values and education doesn't allow me anymore. The leadership has played deaf ears despite bring front of them many times at Rahul Gandhi at Quenugopalampet Priyanka Gandhi, she said in a tweet. In one of her tweets, Tata mentioned that she appraised Rahul Gandhi about the harassment in Jammu when the Bharat Joro Yatra was entering its last leg, however, there is no action taken against the IK president. I am a woman leader. If I undergo such harassment, how am I supposed to encourage women to join the Congress? She asked. Responding to the TARS tweets, the IT cell of the Youth Congress said it is initiating strong-slash-stringent legal action against her for using utterly unparliamentary, undignified, defamatory, malicious words against Srinivas PV. External Affairs Minister S. Jijankar on Tuesday came down hard on Congress leader Sidharamaya after he claimed that 31 people from Karnataka are stranded in violence hit Sudan. Sudan has been witnessing deadly fighting between the country's army and a paramilitary group for the last five days that has reportedly left around 100 people dead. Simply appalled at your tweet. There are lives at stake, don't do politics. Since the fighting started on April 14, the Embassy of India in Khartoum has been continuously in touch with most Indian nationals and POs in Sudan, Jijinka tweeted. Their details and locations cannot be made public for security reasons. Their movement is constrained by fierce fighting that is ongoing, he added. Jijinka said plans regarding them have to take into account a very complicated security scenario and that the Indian Embassy in Sudan is in constant touch with the Ministry of External Affairs over the situation in that country. It is grossly irresponsible of you to politicize their situation. No electoral goal justifies endangering Indians abroad. He said. Jijinka's reaction came after Sidharamaya posted a series of tweets saying it is reported that 31 people from Karnataka belonging to Hakkipikki tribe, are stranded in Sudan which is troubled by civil war. The former Karnataka chief minister urged the Prime Minister's office, the Union Home Minister's office and the Ministry of External Affairs to immediately intervene and ensure the safe return of the Indians. Since you are the external affairs minister at Drishja Ishankar I have appealed you for help. 
If you are busy getting appalled please point us to the person who can help us bring our people back, Siddharamya replied. You were listening to the HD Daily News Wrap, a beta production brought to you by HD Smartcast. Please give us feedback on Instagram, Twitter and Facebook at HD Smartcast or via email to podcasts at hindustantimes.com. Until next time. This was a Hindustan Times production brought to you by HD Smartcast. HD Smartcast.